Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hi, beautiful. I am so excited that you decided to hit play. And today is going to be a really special episode. We are going to be diving into signs that you could use some more self-love in your life. And let me be clear and say that all of us can. Every single human being on this planet will benefit from pouring into themselves and giving themselves more self-love. Having said that, I want to share some things with you that I very commonly see within clients, within some of my students, and of course, within my old self, the old version of Valerie who did not walk and have you know an air of self-love to her. These are very similar qualities that I see. And if any of these resonate with you, it's probably a sign that you could work on your self-love. And that's a good thing. It's an opportunity. That means that there's more space for you to love yourself. And who doesn't want that? And it's been a super duper exciting week. I have been running my five-day self-love challenge, First Comes You. And it's just been so incredible to see the ladies inside showing up for themselves, really going all in. Each day we have a new challenge. And it's so cool to see the same people showing up day after day, submitting their challenge and just really being all in. And it's that energy that creates a long-term shift, long-term results, quote unquote, and ultimately what's going to support you in loving yourself at the deepest level possible. So if you are curious about self-love and how you can benefit from it, let's first look at signs that you may be deficient in self-love or rather, let's look at it as a sign that you can love yourself more. So sign number one, you doubt yourself in certain areas. So maybe you are confident and you will speak up at work and you'll totally own your voice with your boss, in your friend group, you feel like you can say anything, you're not afraid of what they're going to think. However, when it comes to going on a date, or maybe there's a certain person in your life who you feel like you can't fully speak up, can't fully own your truth, own your voice around, you feel like you lack confidence when it comes to talking with this person, that's probably an indicator that you could really be looking at your self-esteem and how you can find yourself being the fullest expression of you, all of you, in every situation. So the good news is that if you feel like you can speak up and be confident in a work setting, how do you think that can play out in a dating setting? Those innate skills and abilities you have to be able to speak up at work and let your voice be heard, you can absolutely do that in another area of your life. 
So what I will see often is, you know, I attract high achieving women who they crush it at work. They are, you know, in a leadership role or they have a role where they're very client facing. They're very trusted and they will feel very confident in that area. And then it's like dating men, not as confident. They will shrink back and that fear of rejection comes up. So the difference is in a work setting, chances are you've practiced, you've mastered a role. You have been with the company for a while. There's been a lot of exposure to your boss or certain clients, whatever the setting may be. And that can allow you to feel confident. And truly that confidence comes from you taking action. So at one point or another, you probably had fear, yet you took action anyway. You went for it anyway. And that's really what builds confidence at the end of the day. And being able to take that first step, where does it start? You guessed it, self-love. Let's look at another sign. So here's a big one. You find yourself feeling resentful of people in your life. So people who you love, maybe you get annoyed by certain friends, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's your boss, maybe certain coworkers. You find yourself feeling resent or just random feelings of feeling annoyed, frustrated, tense, and you don't know why. And you're like, I, you know, I love her. She's a great friend. I'm just really annoyed. More times than not, when we feel resentful, it's because there's been a boundary that's been crossed and it's probably happened more than once. And if you're unfamiliar with boundaries, there's the first thing, right? Where are you lacking boundaries? Where do people feel like they have full access to you or they could act in a certain way with you? What have you not spoken up about? Where have you chosen to people please instead of really saying what's on your mind, on your heart, or if something is wrong, you don't like something, why are you not speaking up? And I want you to know that most of us in our life, <laughs> we have an area in which we do not have strong boundaries around. So for a while, for a long time for me, it was friendships. Right. That was when I was available for friendships that entailed a lot of gossip or, you know, talking about things that didn't satisfy me, that didn't feel good. I didn't feel safe. Right. And I didn't speak up for a while. So over time, there were some feelings of resentment that built up. And when I look back, it's like that was on me. I never spoke up. Now, an area of opportunity for me with boundaries, definitely with work. And that's something I've been working on, you know, having an online business, having a full client roster, you can imagine, you know, there's always something to check on. There's always someone to respond to. There's always someone to just pop in and see how they're doing. There's always a message to read. And so, I've gotten to give myself boundaries, right? Give myself set business hours. This was something I had not done, believe it or not. You know, after having my business for two and a half years, I just recently started setting these boundaries around my business hours. So I've given myself weekends off now. I used to not. 
and I allow myself, of course, to work or, you know, whatever feels good. And I used to be, have no boundaries around when clients could reach out to me. So I was constantly feeling like I needed to get back with people, two people, and I never had a day off. So I got to lean into self-love and decided what was going to feel best for me. And I asked myself the question, my business could run any way. What would that look like? So for you, in any area where you're lacking a boundary, you can ask yourself the question, you know, if, um, if my friendships could look any way, how would it look? If my working situation could look any way, how would it look? If my relationship with my roommate could look any way, how would it look? What would I do? We want to really practice owning our voice because resentment builds when we don't own our voice. And the thing is about boundaries, it's like you don't notice it the first time, second time, third time, maybe even like the fourth or the fifth time you don't notice. And then one day it's like this like snowball of emotions and anger and frustration that pops up. And you're like, how did this get here? Nine times out of 10, you were the source of it by not having boundaries. So that is a huge, huge sign that leaning into self-love is needed. If you are feeling any of those resentful, annoyed, frustrated feelings with anyone in your life. Okay, next sign, you outsource your worth. So that means that things outside of you actually have the ability to impact your mood and they have nothing to do with who you are as a person. So that could be, you know, a certain amount of money. Maybe if you look in your bank account and you're not happy with what's in there, Maybe you feel this, you know, sense of low self-worth. Maybe some feelings come up of, you know, feeling insecure, feeling, you know, mad at yourself. How could I be in this position? Feeling like you're not enough. Some other things, right? So maybe if somebody says something mean to you and it really bothers you and upsets you for a whole day, that's you outsourcing your worth. You're giving someone the power to dictate your mood. Don't give your power away. Do not give your power away to anybody. Another way we outsource our worth is I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when. This is huge, right? I'll be happy when I get the relationship. I'll be happy when I have more money in the bank. I'll be happy when I finally move into my apartment out of my parents' house, right? I'll be happy when I finally have blank in my bank account. I'll be happy when I finally launch my business. Whatever that is, you are absolutely giving your power away and denying yourself of feeling extreme self-love now by thinking that something outside of you needs to happen in order for you to be happy, in order for you to love yourself. Will things like that increase your confidence? Maybe, but it's all about the meaning that's attached to it. So what would more money mean for you? What would a relationship mean for you? What would that represent? What feeling would that give you? Because it's all about the feeling that you're going to get. And it says a lot about you, right? So if you were to have gone through heartbreak 
been completely screwed over in your last relationship, had to heal from someone toxic. And then it's like, you put yourself out there, you got uncomfortable, you hired a coach, you started going on dates, you received support along the way. And then you do attract a relationship. You attract an amazing person who wants a relationship with you. Chances are you would feel confident from that. You would feel more confident and it would come back to you. What did you do? How were you the source of that? You showed up. You opened yourself up. You invested in yourself. You took action. And that is how someone's self-worth would increase, not because of the relationship, but because of what it took to get there, the journey, what they ended up putting into it. Okay, so outsourcing your worth is huge when it comes to an area where we could all use more self-love. Next, next sign that you could use more self-love in your life. You don't know what you enjoy outside of work. Okay, so outside of, you know, working, it's like you don't really have hobbies or things that light you up that you feel passionate about. So a few years ago when I was single and dating, before I had my business, before I, you know, had my big awakening where I was like, I get to help people (laughs) and change the world. Before that happened, I would go on dates and I would feel very nervous for a guy to ask me what I like to do outside of work because I really didn't know. Like I would work, I would go to a workout class, core power, orange theory, if you're wondering. And then I would, you know, watch TV and my life was really simple in that sense. And I definitely would spend time with my friends, but there were no hobbies. There was nothing that lit me up. It was like, I was on, I was always waiting for the next thing, right? Waiting for Monday, waiting for Friday, waiting for friends to make plans, waiting for this, waiting for that. And it wasn't until I really worked on self-love that I knew that I knew what lit me up and I let myself explore that. For example, I recently bought rollerblades. Maybe you follow me on Instagram. If you don't, at the mindful babe. And I bought rollerblades recently. And let me tell you, I'm a very novice rollerblader. I'm not good. In fact, if you were to see me out rollerblading, you would see I have a helmet, knee pads, elbow pads, and wrist guards. That actually makes me feel more confident because I'm like, if I fall, I'd be fine. And it's fun having something that I'm not good at and practicing and just going for it. It's like, when do we give ourselves the opportunity to be a beginner? We never let ourselves do that. We're so scared to be seen as a beginner. And it's like, a, it's a humbling experience. And most people say, Valerie, that's really cool that you're learning to rollerblade. We even inspired a couple friends to buy, one friend bought roller skates, another bought rollerblades. And it's like, you know, would they have done that had I not really been showing my passion online? <laughs> for rollerblading, who knows? And the story I like to tell is that I inspired them. So me lighting myself up can light others up. Another example, it's like reading. That was something, once I really started to work on myself, 
I loved reading. I would read all the time. I mean, still, I order probably like two to three new books from Amazon a week because there's always something I want to learn about and read about. I'm obsessed with mindset. I'm obsessed with human psychology. I'm obsessed with love. I'm obsessed with dating and healing. So I read about those things. So when you have a lack of self-love, you don't give yourself that time to figure out what you're passionate about or Maybe you know what you're passionate about, but you've made up a story about why you can't spend time doing that thing. Maybe you're passionate about drawing or dancing and all you could think is that, oh, no one would ever pay for this. Nobody would ever, you know, go and, um, you know, pay me to do this. This is a waste of time. And so you're denying yourself of something that actually would bring you a lot of joy and happiness. So that's a major sign that you could use more self-love. Because you get to, you get to do the things that you enjoy. Next sign and final sign, you find yourself in constant comparison. Okay, so it's like you are always looking at what someone else is doing. You're always looking at, you know, someone who seems to be ahead. It's hard for you to let yourself be happy Because you're looking at what other people are doing and you're comparing yourself as either behind or ahead. So that's the thing. When we compare ourselves to other people, you'll either be ahead or behind. And that's a judgment because A, we don't know anyone's story and B, it's like, you know, (laughs) it's just funny because we don't know anyone's story and we also don't know that they are ahead. Who made up the head? Who made up behind? right? Nobody really knows. And what if we were all just on our own path and nobody was actually ahead or behind? So there's a quote, you've probably heard it and you know, I love quotes. So I'm going to repeat it. And I may be wrong with the wording and (laughs) makes me feel good to be able to pull these out as I remember them. So I think the quote is comparison is the thief of joy. So think about it. It's like, let's say you work in a sales position and you had your best month ever. It was your highest month. Um, like you're super close to hitting your quota and it's like, you can't even celebrate it. Cause you're like, well, the top person at my company, they make this like, this is nothing compared to that. So you end up totally downplaying, right? Or what if, you know, maybe you are, Um, a friend of yours gets into a relationship and you're like, oh my gosh, what does that mean for me? She's ahead of me. She's going to get married before me, right? So we don't necessarily know anyone's story. And for you to compare yourself to robbing yourself of feeling happiness and pride and joy and celebrating everything you've accomplished because you just being here, you just listening to this podcast, you just showing up for yourself today. It speaks volumes about who you are and the work you've made. And that gets to be celebrated. So let's recap these signs that you could use some more self-love in your life. So number one, you feel confident in certain areas of your life. And then in certain areas, you don't. So you doubt yourself in one area while you feel confident in another. 
you find yourself feeling resentful of people in your life, maybe frustrated or annoyed by certain friends, coworkers, and you're not, and with that, you're not speaking your truth. You outsource your worth. So things outside of you have the ability to dictate your mood and your experience. You don't know what you enjoy outside of work. And you find yourself in a cycle of constant comparison. So these are all signs for you that leaning into self-love is going to benefit you massively. And that's why I'm super duper excited for all of the ladies who have hopped into It's a You Thing, my self-love course. Self-love, it's really the root of all the work that I've done, all the work that my clients do. And to the degree in which we love ourselves is the degree in which we make room for others to love us. So when we don't believe we are worthy, when we don't believe that it's possible for us, we will act in that way. What if you did believe it was possible for you? And what if you lived as a woman who fully loves herself, who shows up as she is, who is confident, who speaks her mind, speaks her truth. She has a healthy relationship with money. She views herself in a positive light. She knows how to affirm herself and build herself up. She's able to let go of feelings and anger and resentment around exes, which can, you know, potentially stop her from attracting her dream partner. All these things fall into the umbrella of self-love. And that's why I'm super excited that you have the chance to sign up for It's a You Thing and learn these tools yourself firsthand. Inside are eight incredible modules with workbooks and affirmations, lots of pre-recorded video trainings for you to dive into. You also will be having lifetime access and all updates in the future, you will get access to those two at no extra price ever, ever, ever. And there are just so many breakthroughs possible for you. Plus, I have a couple of exciting bonuses. So I'll leave it to you to check out the sales page. It's a you thing is not going to be around for long. So I highly recommend you jump in and join today so that you can start learning the, the tools that you need to increase your self-esteem and really set the foundation for your dream relationship. This is the best thing you could be doing with your time as a single woman because the time and energy you put into loving yourself, it's only going to elevate the type of partner that you are going to attract. I'm so proud of you. I've loved spending this time with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe. Thank you.